Hey guys, it's Evie and Loxley, and welcome to our podcast, Disbelief. Hey guys, so Loxley's going to be sharing some crazy Reddit stories with us, and we're both going to react to them as she reads them. I don't know what these stories entail. Yeah, I literally... Hopefully pretty weird. Hopefully interesting. I literally just hopped on Reddit, and I typed in, like, crazy stories, and this prompt is, what is the craziest story that ever happened to you but nobody ever believes? Which is good Ooh. for our podcast called Disbelief. So, okay. Beautiful. Let me go to the first one. Okay. In math class, when I was 12 years old, our teacher noticed his watch had stopped. It messed up the timing of our class since he didn't realize how close the end of the hour was. The next day, he didn't come to school and we had a replacement lesson with a substitute. When he came back a few days later, it turned out his dad had died unexpectedly exactly at the time the watch had stopped. I've heard so many cases about... Sorry, I'm banging on the table. I've heard so many cases about stuff like this happening. That's crazy. It reminds me of... um. I'm a huge X-Files fan. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. I've, I've seen, like, not all of them. But I've seen the entire series, like, all the way through, like, five times. No cap. <laughs> um, I love it. And whenever, like, something paranormal happens, like, time always stops. Yeah, time's a huge thing with, like, paranormal activity. And yeah. It's just, time's super important when it comes to certain things, and it's interesting. Okay. Next one. I've never told it because it's stupid to begin with, but when I was 12 years old, my cousin gave me some throwing knives he picked up from a flea market. Okay, that's a red flag. (laughs) I was anxious to use them, but had to wait for my parents to leave. Once I had my opportunity, I went downstairs in our unfinished basement where I had a dartboard set up against a slab of particle board leaning up against the wall. Okay, at least he's, like, being somewhat safe about it. Yeah. He's not throwing it at someone. Yeah. From about 10 feet away, on my first try, I stuck all three throwing knives back to back to back. Smack on the bullseye. (laughs) Pretty anticlimactic amongst the other stories, but for 12-year-old me, I felt like a fucking ninja assassin. (laughs) But who could I tell? Who would have believed 12-year-old... Not gonna say the name. I'm 30 years old now and still can't believe it. Honestly, that's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't, because and it's not like you can keep them there and wait till someone gets home to show them. Because you're not supposed like, to be doing it. Yeah, and it could have been like, well, you could have just put them there. Exactly. Okay, flea, flea market throwing knives are the and best, you, though. And you know he wasn't experienced, because if he was experienced, his pa- he wouldn't have had to wait for his parents to leave. They would have been okay yeah, with it. Like, yeah, okay, you 12. know how to throw a knife. Yeah, literally. That makes me wonder, what was attached to, to them? them. Mm-hmm. Flea market! Yeah. Flea market shit is crazy. <laughs> so, let's find another one. Okay, the next one. Okay. No one has ever actually said that they didn't believe me, but when I tell the story, I can see the skepticism in their eyes. I was on a trip to Disneyland, and I was riding a roller coaster, when the thing on my shoulders that was supposed to protect me got loose and moved 40 to 50 centimeters, about one and a half feet away from my body. 
With crazy reflexes, I moved it close to my body again, and it clicked perfectly this time. The rest of the ride was a nightmare. I almost cried when it was done. That's kind of crazy. So, like, the harness unattached? Well, you know, you know on roller coasters, when it's not, like, you don't have a seatbelt. You have, like, a big, like, foam padded Yeah, bars. that, like, comes down and it, like, locks in place. Yeah, and it, like, presses up against you. Like... Yeah, because it's not like you don't, like, buckle it, but it, like, by your shoulders, it, like, locks. Yeah. I believe this happened. one because yeah, there's, there's always stories about shit like that malfunctioning. Yeah, my cousin I'm like, glad traumatized he, me. I'm glad he, she, uh, them. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they didn't die. Yeah. I would. Uh, That's terrifying. I would sue. Literally. But ha- no one would probably know. There's probably surveillance on those things. That's true. Actually, it probably happens a lot, so they probably don't even have that. But that's like something like when you're little, like my older cousin's. All the time, like, when we would go to, like, I the... just saw your reflection move in the fucking... <laughs> the door? Yeah. Me and Evie record in a soundproof little room in her dorm building at our college. And it's just made for people who, like, want to practice their instruments. So it's, like, super tiny. And the soundproof door is, like, half glass. glass and I just saw her move <laughs> and I almost shit my pants. That's baby demon mom. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, this that's a long juicy. Yeah, one. this one looks long. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. My mother has told me this story won't. Okay. <laughs> I'm intimidated by how long this story There's is. There's a reason Loxy's reading these and not me. Because if it was me, we would never get through a story. Evie's dyslexic. <laughs> That's why Loxy talks. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Take two. My mother has told me this story once and won't tell it ever again because it freaks her out too much to even think about. But this is her unbelievable story. She was in college in Texas in the late 80s and her and some of her friends went on a haunted prison tour around Halloween time. Already I believe this. At some point during the tour, they broke off and went to play... Oh, no. I already know where this is going. Oh, no. (laughs) Doesn't sound good. At some point during the tour, they broke off and went to play around with a Ouija board. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I know. Worse than you thought, right? Yeah, way worse. (laughs) Who brings a Ouija board to to a haunted place? (sighs) Ouija boards are dumb, folks. I think I've said it before on this podcast. It yeah, because like, we have my Ouija board story. Oh, that's right. It, it Using a Ouija board, owning a Ouija board, is like leaving your front door open for anyone to come in. You don't know if your nice neighbor Sally's going to walk in. You don't know if the murderer down the block is going to walk in. Nope. Okay. So, none of them bought into the whole demon spirit stuff, so why not, right? She says three specific questions they asked and their answers freaked them the fuck out. The first was, are there demons here? The cursor went to yes. The second was, what happened here? The cursor spelled out the answer, death. Third was, who are you? She said the cursor moved to spell out Lucifer. Oh, interesting. After that, she said they left the area they were in and caught back up with the tour group smart then it says this is where it gets chilling it wasn't already chilling (laughs) you just summon lucifer i know she said that one of her friends let's call him dave 
that was with them started being oddly interested in every story the tour guide told of the prison, asking the guide questions like, how did they die? How many people died? Pretty much wanting to know all the creepy details of the deaths and the shit that went on. So the tour came to an end and they were allowed to roam around for a little while and Dave went off by himself. Red flag. Everyone was ready to leave, but they had to find Dave. Damn it, Dave! Damn it, Dave. They found him sitting at the place they had just used the Ouija board. Just sitting there staring at the wall. One of them said, come on, let's go, Dave. He replied, no, I want to stay here. I like it here. Huh. They finally got him to come with them to the car and left. All the while they were on the way back to college, he was acting not himself, asking questions about demons and the devil and such, and specifically asked, do you believe in hell? Everyone replied no, as they all were, including Dave, atheists. Okay, fair. Dave said, in what my mom says to be the most satanic voice you'll ever hear, sorry, my computer just made a sound. In the most satanic voice you'll ever hear, well, you should, I guess, well, you should, that's where you're all going. (laughs) I don't know if that was, that's not really scary, but it was a good try. Well, you should, well, you should, that's where you're all going. Followed by, you're all going to be dead soon. Obviously, obviously freaked the fuck out by this point they rush back to their dorm and the two guys dave and john doe go to their room so john can dave (laughs) so john can snap dave out of it come back and come back to reality john gets him settled down and everything seeming goes seemingly back to normal and then they meet up with my mom and her roommate who also went to the prison in their room so they're hanging out doing college kid things and dave steps out to go to the bathroom and john suggests that he go with dave dave says no i'm okay i feel it right now so he goes and about 10 minutes later my mom claims the room they were hanging out in starts shaking pictures fell off the wall lamp fell off the desk now in texas it's unlikely that it was an earthquake so john and my mother go out into the hall to check to see if anyone else felt it from the other rooms but no one was in panic everyone was still in their room (sighs) except dave who was standing in the middle of the hall a few doors down from where my mom and john emerged motionless staring into oblivion as my mother described it john approached him telling my mom to stay back he said dave what are you doing my mom said he said in the same demonic voices before dave isn't here anymore he's mine now (laughs) then john went into a rage and (laughs) Then John went into a rage and beat the shit out of Dave, all while Dave is laughing the most evil laugh. Then Dave comes to and says, why? Then Dave comes to and says, why are you hitting me? And starts bawling his eyes out. My mom said she'd never seen anyone cry so hard and have such terror in their eyes. And ever since, my mom had has been an avid Christian and churchgoer (laughs) every Sunday and Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. That's a heavy one. First of all, who brings a Ouija board to a haunted prison tour? I mean, I guess stupid college. I mean, like, obviously this is the internet. This could very well be made up, but I don't know. Like, I feel like there's so much detail. It's too weirdly detailed to be made up. Yeah. Even if it is and it's just like a 
story like someone made up. I like And I it. feel like if it was just like someone on the internet like wanting to make up, they wouldn't include things like, oh, John Doe or let's call this person Dave. They yeah. wouldn't try to hide it. They'd just be like, oh, this person, that person. They would like just not said, care about names. They would have said like Dave and Yeah, Joe they wouldn't try to like Jimmy protect Bob. identity if they were making it up. But like when I read stuff like this, I've never encountered things like this. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to believe things to this extent. I believe in ghosts. I've had my ghost experience. Yeah. Listen to the first couple episodes if you want to <laughs> hear about that. But I think, it like, saying this story is true, I think that the spirit that they conjured up with the Ouija board wasn't Lucifer. I think it was something impersonating Lucifer. Yeah. Because... I don't think Lucifer would come to this. Lucifer doesn't care that much i think that's another big misconception misconception you know the devil lucifer ruler of the hell or the underworld whatever version of him he doesn't care that much he's not like he's not worried he's got a lot of things on his plate yeah he's not worried about kids playing with the ouija board but there are bad things out there that are concerned or that do want to fuck with kids playing with ouija boards and this one's almost like this would be like a possession because he took over yeah dave dave wasn't there little weird earthquake things yeah interesting too yeah that one was pretty interesting even if it was even if it's um fake it's still and they never said goodbye on that ouija board facts isn't there there a way you're supposed to do that there's supposed to be a way you say goodbye and there's supposed to be a way to just like to get rid of a Ouija board and probably since they didn't say goodbye that's probably why it's kept with Dave it kept with Dave mm. that's probably still with Dave poor Dave oh yeah seriously poor Dave <laughs> that was a good one though I enjoyed that okay let me see if I can find another one okay this next one's also kind of a long one hopefully it's a good one okay About two years ago, I was driving home from a family reunion pretty late at night, and the drive was about two hours. I didn't stay the night because I had to be back for work the following day. Most of the drive was on roads with dense bushes and trees on either side. The real creepy ones you see a lot in movies. Anyway, I had been driving about 45 minutes, and I was starting to get really tired. You know how sometimes you just become really tired out of nowhere? Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, that happened to me. I knew I wasn't going to last, but I didn't come any I didn't come across any place that I felt I could park and safely sleep. Anyway, after it became clear to me that I wasn't going to find a place to pull up and my tiredness wasn't going away, I did something very questionable. I pulled over to the side of the road onto the grass behind some onto the grass behind some bushes to try and hide my car from anyone else who was going to come past. I made a mental note that the time was 11.22 and then fell asleep. Sometime later, <sighs> sometime later, I was awoken by a scratching sound. I looked at the clock, 11.50. It's about half hour power nap. The sound stopped after a few seconds, and because I was still extremely tired, I didn't bother looking around and simply went back to sleep. I was later awoken by the same sound, and it was now 12.40. This time, it really freaked me out because the sound didn't stop. The thought ran across my mind that it was just an animal expecting 
inspecting the car, but why would it return almost an, an hour after it had left the previous time? Fair point. I looked in my rearview mirror and just managed to catch a glimpse of something running away in the forest. Now, oh, now at the time, I thought it was the damn hook killer. You know that one that scratched the couple's car and then slaughtered the guy when he got out to investigate? That terrifies me. The hook man terrifies me. Anytime I'm getting into my car at night, it terrifies me. That's like, all you think from. No, literally. Like, actually, I'm so genuinely scared. I'm not even going to say his name again. I'm so... I don't even know why this particular Where, being... What state did that case... I don't know. We'll do an episode on it. Um, Sounds good. <laughs> okay, so now at the time, I thought it was the damn blank killer. <laughs> you know, the one that scratched that couple's car and then slaughtered the guy when he got out to investigate. Fuck that, I thought to myself, so I got the hell out of there. There was a bend no more than a hundred yards up the road, and as I came around it, there was a fucking there was a fucking car parked off to the side of the road with the driver's side door opened. I slowed down just to look to see if anyone was in there. There wasn't. Then I looked in my rear I'm like I'm scared to read. <laughs> Dude, I'm so stressed out right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I slowed down just to look to see if anyone was in there. There wasn't. Then I looked in my rear view mirror. I didn't see anything. And all of a sudden, this guy comes sprinting around the corner. He starts screaming at me, shouting stuff like, Hey, hey you, get the fuck out of your car now. I noped the fuck out of there and sped off. I never saw the guy again. Moral of the story, don't fucking sleep on the side of a deserted road. Oh, what? I don't like that. Smart of her, though, to pull behind, like, some bushes yeah. and stuff, but that's terrifying. And like, Oh, shit. I, I, I don't know what the gender is, but I don't know why I automatically read that as, like, a guy. Oh, really? And you- that's funny! How I automatically assumed it was a guy, and you automatically assumed it, it was, was a girl. girl. It probably is a girl, because she was so smart. Because a girl- <laughs> a yeah. girl wouldn't get out to investigate. A guy probably would, right? Yeah, and I don't think a guy would make- I mean, not to be, like, stereotypical or anything, but, like, I don't think a guy would worry as much about yeah parking on the side of the road and sleeping and being so, like, paranoid about it. That's true. Damn, penis privilege. You know, what the hell. Okay. That one's creepy. And that's, like, a like a ruse people use, like, a lot to try to get people out of their cars. Like, oh, don't, like, get out. I need so... help. Like, stuff it like that. It just gives me, like, uh, I'm like, nope, they don't need help. Jeebies. You help yourself. Get out of there. <sighs> okay, we'll do one more. All right. Whew. Okay. A few summers ago, I went for a bike ride around midnight with a friend. We went our separate ways at the end of the evening, and I had about two blocks to ride back by myself. Because of the construction, I had to ride on the sidewalk, but the streets were dead, but it wasn't words okay because of construction i had to ride on the sidewalk and the streets were dead but it wasn't a problem until right where i was about to turn left onto my street there was this man walking by himself maybe 40s a little scruffy but not homeless red flag yeah anytime you see the word man red flag (laughs) the sidewalk was narrow and i didn't want to freak him out so when i got about six feet behind him i said hey behind you 
and he turned around and gave me this super angry look. I turned down my street and he started to follow me, literally screaming about how I was a fucking cunt and he was going to kill me and all that. I told you, man, red flag. Look at this. Uh, a aggressive for me, <laughs> I live right off the corner and didn't want him to figure that out, so I decided to do another loop around the block. Smart. That's yeah. that's super smart. That's not the scary part. The scary part is that when I looped back around and looked down the street, I saw him standing on my fucking front stoop, staring oh, out at the no. street like the motherfucker knew I lived there. He saw me ride by again, but he didn't say anything. What the fuck? Is that the end? No. Oh. Okay, sorry. Oh, I thought, like, they just ended there. Like, I'm like, where did they go? I ended up going back to the friends, but my bike got stolen from the alleyway by the, by the house two days later. Edit. The guy in question was definitely not actually homeless. We have a large population of mentally ill in that area, unfortunately. So, if I didn't think the sidewalk was too narrow to pass, otherwise I wouldn't have disturbed him. Half the scary part was that he looked pretty much completely normal for my area area that being said i ended up texting my mom and she made the decision to notify law enforcement until my until my bike was stolen wait oh and she made that being said i ended up texting my mom and she made the decision not to notify law enforcement until my bike was stolen i would have been like no you're notifying like there's a man standing who knows where he's obviously angry with you he could sadly that means he's mentally ill in that house before or he's like just really good at guessing no. No, no, no. Like, he definitely knew that was your house. No, 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 no. But Ooh. you know what terrifies me? This person was really smart, though. I know. Riding the bike around again? That is smart. And then going to the friend's house. I, a couple times on Facebook, I've seen these horrifying, like, rim. Rim. I can't ring? talk today. Yeah. Oh, I the camera? Ring cameras of people, like going like they're coming home from work they're, they're coming home from wherever it's like sometimes some of them are at night some of them are like during the day but they'll be like unlocking their door and then right about as they're going in people will come up behind them with a the gun and force them into their house like so they wait till they you're like the doors open yeah they probably rob them isn't that terrifying that it's shit so terrifies scary. me that why that that's why. why oh my god i need to go to bed Loxley's convinced that my dyslexia is contagious and she has Yeah, it. like, it's 9.50 and you go to bed. But that's why when I walk home, because we, our college isn't in the best area and I don't live in the dorms. I live in, a part, in an apartment, like, it's about, like, what, an eight minute walk not away. Not even. It's, it's, it's like, like three blocks away. It's not that far, but um, it's not the best area. There are definitely some sketchy people. I've had some sketchy encounters, but I always, always make sure if someone's walking behind me, obviously I live in a residential area. I'm obviously going to be walking on the sidewalk with people at some point. When I reach my door, I always wait until they pass. Yeah. And they're far away. Like I, those videos on Facebook scare me so much. If someone's in my vicinity that I don't know, like I know my neighbors, but if I don't know someone that's, like, I will not unlock my door, I will stand there. I'll pretend to be on my phone. Yeah. I'll, like, check the mail. I'll, like, do something with the They're trash. like, start like, walking really slow for them to yeah. pass you. Like, I literally, if there's some someone I don't know, like, lingering, I literally will not open my door. I'll be like, no. You have to kill me out here. <laughs> like, where there are witnesses, I'm not letting you in my room. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 
but yeah terrifying those are our those are reddit stories. stories i like that we could do a little series maybe with this it'd be fun sorry my laptop just went off again <laughs> but yeah Thanks for listening. Please email any personal experiences or knowledge to disbeliefel at gmail.com.